Hey everybody, and welcome back to another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. My name is Dylan, I am your GM for the evening. Here with my friends as we continue our campaign across the nation of Corvair. Last time we met was a bit of a doozy, you know? The, the continent of Corvair, yes. Did you say Corvette? Corvette. <laughs> no, that's from Halo. Oh, that's fair. Wait, isn't that Covenant? Oh my god. No, that's the enemy. Wait, you mean uh, Please we... <laughs> stop interrupting the DM. I'm so sorry. Continue, please. <laughs> no, no, no. Spotlight. No, no, no. You want this? You want the spotlight. So, Franny, can you please uh, let us know where uh, where did we start off last time? In our oh, today? that's. Uh, I'm glad you asked. We started off, I believe, at the hill of where we were, uh, where we had just finished speaking with Annette. Uh, we had just finished the conversation about the werewolf and about the uh, the misinformation that was going around about the moons and such. Um, and I was hanging out with our dear friend, the uh, slightly bleeding sheep. Um, I tried communicating with the sheep; didn't work out so well. It was just a sheep. But we, after that, we got back on the road. Two farmers were talking to Hush Puppy and Baja, um, and we had a conversation with that farmer that uh, set had a pleasant conversation with when we first entered the town or this uh, little settlement and then after that we got on the road and yes, you, we you got on the road yeah we went towards i believe it was called oh i didn't write down the exact name so i will have to tap out at that well uh, all right you you mean like are you wondering are you not sure what the road's name is or no, the uh, the place where we ended up in, where the uh, LS LSD dream emulator started. Oh, that was the, the crying uh, fields. Yeah, that is the crying fields, my friend, uh, which you were uh, sufficiently warned about, uh, and yet, uh, so yes, in order to reach uh, currently on your path heading towards the city of Passage, the road that you're taking. Uh, before you can reach Passage, you first need to pass through the uh, smaller town of Galt, uh, just north of you there. And in order to reach that town, you needed to pass through an area that is known as the Crying Fields. Due to uh, this being kind of like a major battleground for several years uh, during the Great uh, Century-Long War. Um, and there are these vehement rumors that... You know, if you're traveling through the fields, uh, you can hear the the murmurs and the shouts and screams of soldiers dying in battle carried on the wind, as well as uh, encounter spirits and ghosts that haunt uh, these hills. Uh, you all, of course, continued on through. Uh, and wouldn't you know it, appeared to have encountered all of those things. Uh, and had a very um, eventful carriage ride as you attempted to get through the crying fields as quickly as possible and found yourselves uh, trapped in your carriage, unsure of which way was up and which way was down, as uh, blood-colored leaves and grass uh, assaulted you, nearly suffocated uh, Dak to death, before Set was able to, uh, with some quick thinking, grab the mace that once belonged to one Nathaniel uh, that was with you all before, 
uh, and slam it into the uh, the point of entrance that the the rogue grass was using, uh, seemingly sealing it off and allowing all of you to break free of the crying fields uh, spell that it had on you, whatever it may be. Uh, the result was that when you all regained consciousness, you were back on the other side of the fields uh, and able to continue on your journey heading towards yeah. uh, the town of Gaunt. There were a few, few other things that happened in the crying fields, but I will leave that to the players if they want to discuss that. Uh, but we are going to hop back into the game. As you are all in the carriage, the carriage is moving at full speed. Hush Puppy and Baja are not wasting any time. They are moving forward at a full pace. And as such, the bumps in the road feel um, much stronger. You're shaking around in the carriage a bit, though not quite as much as before. Uh, as you speed off towards the uh, town of Galt. We're free. Of hell. So, moral of the story is that, uh, Kevin, despite you not being here last week, you saved us regardless. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, essentially... To give a better recap, yeah, we kind of essentially got uh, essentially the spirits of this of this marsh, um, you know, just kind of you know had us be a be a, just had us kind of on a bit of a trip, you know. It was not fun. And, um... and yeah, we saw a lot of things. We essentially saw uh, <laughs> as if uh, a bunch, like we saw like this uh, essentially dwarf ghost rip its face off into a black void, uh, kind of go on top of the, the carriage, which then became... Um, um, Sorry, the essentially like then like essentially gave us a huge thing where we like it was as if the the cart was getting caved in. I essentially poked a hole because I thought it was like the ghost like pressing into the the cart, uh, and then instead it what looked like blood bow was not in fact actually all the blood colored grass filling into the cart and us being thrusted to the ceiling mm -hmm. until we awoke. Uh, went down. That sounds like so much fun. Uh, it was something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, if we have to go back, uh, we're taking the long way because fuck that. Uh, yeah. I'm never going back there again. I don't like Dex, this. Dak has been perpetually rubbing his neck because he's been choked by grass and just nods feverently to that statement yeah I mean shit okay. uh, don't mind me I almost just spilled a bunch of ink um, anyway so do we know about how far we have left to, to travel to get to gold 
Um, you That's could uh, for, uh, you can ask puppy and hush horses, puppy. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll call out to them. Uh, Baha, hush puppy. Uh, do we know about how much farther we have until we get to Galt? Not too far now. Maybe another. Uh, what do you think, Baha? About forty minutes or so. We should be very close. Shot, dude. We're like we're like practically there. Except for the fact we're not there, so just, you know, hang on, you know. Listen, we'll let you know if anything else happens. It's like freaky-deaky, okay? We're keeping an eye out. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's just try to relax. We should be almost there. Well, I would... What, at what point in the day are we at right now? Uh, you left the Dragon Inn pretty early in the morning still. So we would be looking at uh, probably a little past noon. See, one-ish. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably we'll stop at Galt, do what we need to do there, and make sure that we can move on by the next morning if, if all goes well. We were, we were going to let the like officials at Galt know about the werewolf, correct? Yes. Like that was the plan. That is that is part of the plan. Yeah. But I that's what I that's what I remembered and I was just wanting to to clarify. Um yeah, alright, let's uh let's get to Galt then. Alright. We will uh timey wimey a little bit, fast forward, uh as in the distance, you see, coming up towards you, um, where Rote had these immense stone walls surrounding the city. Uh, Galt is much smaller in comparison and has no real walls or fortifications in place to protect it. Uh, it's fairly open, and you can spot a, a couple windmills, sort of... Uh, along the western side. Uh, as you approach, you see that there is this kind of cobblestone main street running through the town. Uh, several buildings lined up along the sides. Uh, it definitely has that feel of like almost like an old Wild West town. Uh, mm. All of your... You, have, you can see immediately where there's like a tavern set up. There are a few market shops uh, nearby. And then off, veering off to the right, there are uh, a few larger, like, pastures. Uh, and in the, a little further off in the distance, but still very much a part of the town, you do see a lone cylindrical tower um, that stands a good 45, 50 feet up in the air. Uh, Highly decorated with um, all kinds of uh, flora and large banners that are a purple and yellow uh, color pattern to them. There is a emblem on the banners that is a lion uh, standing on top of a snake that it is like pushing into the ground. Uh, the carriage mm. pulls into 
kind of down into this main cobblestone street, and there are people walking about, and you see that there are all sorts of, of fashions here. There are people in just sort of like plain work clothes, intermingling and moving about with others who are dressed in higher affair, um, large blossoming dresses, uh, some glamour weave. You catch a couple people who have glamour weave, uh, enchanted petticoats that not only reflect the sun, but also seem to take its energy and absorb it, creating a rainbow of colors that shifts and moves like a chameleon skin. Uh, there is a just a, a very audible roar of noise and voices and music playing coming out of the the tavern on the left side um and you can even see that there is a uh just on the other side there is a smaller building uh set up with a what appears to be like a pterodactyl parked outside of it tied up with rope uh next to a horse and both of them are eating from a trough full of grain and there is a sign on the building that says uh um galt post office in just like big emblazoned letters and that's the building that the the pterodactyl is outside of correct interesting and I hate I hate to do this. By pterodactyl, you mean like what we typically think of as like the big winged creature, a, uh, and not just yeah. the general pterodactylist. A, a terod- which... maybe a pterodon would be more accurate to say. That yeah, I, be... I I literally I only clarify because I literally <laughs> just listened to an episode of a podcast that a person, an archaeologist who specializes in, uh pterosaurs was speaking on and so it's like yeah pterodactyl it's pterodactylis is the genus for like a bunch of different species of ter- of uh, uh pterosaurs exactly. so exactly no it is it is definitely Man, more akin nerd. to one <laughs> nerd. Nerd. fiction yeah um for the rest of the people here uh your characters of course likely don't know this but you players uh did get to see some of these in uh year of the toad uh you got to interact with some of these pterodons um and so it, oh, fuck, it's, it's right. similar to that one it is there's no no feathers it's all scales uh kind of like a greenish blue stripe pattern running down its back hmm. uh but yeah the uh, the carriage, Hush Puppy Baja, kind of take like a slow curve left over to um, where there is a uh, uh, there's like a station set up to the left of the tavern there, um, and there are posts there to kind of like essentially like a rudimentary parking spot to kind of just pull the carriage right up, up into, um, and Hush Puppy and Baja uh, disengage themselves from the carriage. Uh, and they open the doors for you. Uh. All right, right. Uh, we are we are here. We are here in the town of Galt. Everybody, uh, you are now free to move about the cabin, as it were. Um, I think Baja and I are going to go pay a visit to the the postman there. Uh, 
we actually uh, had some questions for them. So this is a bit of a convenient stop for us. Are you, uh, are you too familiar with this area? We haven't been through here very often. Um, we have friends who, who have visited this area before. Uh, we, we are more acquainted with the, the nearby uh, Blue Vine area, but that's mostly because of its reputation for the wine. Uh, you see, Blue Vine, I should say, is where a lot of the, uh, the blueberries and the, and the uh, sort of the, the primary ingredients for the famous Blue Vine uh, blueberry wines are gathered. Um, but here at Galt and, um, uh, I'm going to roll something here. Five. Okay. So uh, Hush Puppy sort of lifts up their front hoof and kind of like gestures off towards that large tower. Uh, the role was to determine whether they would use their hoof or just sort of point <laughs> at their head. Uh, the that tower over there is, I, if I'm not mistaken, is actually a distillery owned by one of the local lords, um, where they produce uh, a very large amount of the uh, that infamous wine. Um, very, very important commodity uh, for this area. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, we'll ask some some uh, details about like who to speak to about this uh, werewolf thing from the the. Tavern keeper, then I would imagine that they would probably be able to point us in the right direction. Uh, yes, yes, I imagine so. Uh, All right. Be safe, a lot of you, as always. Uh, you as well. If you need anything, just scream really loudly. I'll recognize the sound of your voice. Great, we'll, uh... we'll do our best. <laughs> yeah, like the fucking video where the the per- the waiter is like, "All right, just let me know if you need any help, uh, and just <laughs> just or just just shout for help if you need anything." <laughs> Hi, I need to something on the menu. Alright, uh might as well make our way in to the tavern then, right? I suppose. Yep. Okay. Uh the tavern has saloon style double doors uh that swing both ways. Uh you push them open and you are greeted to a very large uh, bar area. Um, it is absolutely jam packed. This huh. is this is nowhere like what you had seen with like the cow's eye. Like almost every table is occupied. Tons of people are standing. There are a there's a group of seven or eight people that are dancing on a there's like a small like rectangular dance floor situated over to the left that a lot of people are dancing at. Um, over to the right of the bar, there is a gentleman uh, in a pinstripe vest and uh, black trousers who is just smashing away at what appears to be uh, some sort of a piano. Uh, and musical notes are floating out of the top of the piano and they sort of coast over top of everybody's heads, floating above, uh, causing a the the light shining down on them to like burst outward like a prism and illuminate the whole room, creating these like strobe-like effects, uh, making it almost look like a disco club. Uh, there is a large bar at the back, and it is also filled with people. Uh, there are several bartenders here, not just one, and they are all you know moving back and forth frantically. <laughs> Tossing drinks back 
back and forth, many of them chucking drinks over each other's head, and then another bartender catches it, slams it down on the bar, immediately turns around, catches another one, slams it on the bar, shifts them around, they're sliding them over. It's like a... It almost looks like impossibly coordinated everybody's movements as they all definitely, you know, slide glasses back and forth, move around between each other as if they've been doing this for dozens of years. <laughs> they're they're prepped. Uh, does there look to be anyone that would be uh, m- more available to speak to about uh, inquiring towards like rooms and just general info? Oh, uh, yeah. Make a perception check for me. Team plus four, so 18. Okay, 18. So you see, um, kind of looking around the room, you see, uh, before you even start clocking individual people, uh, you take note of a wine staircase that sort of wraps around the back half of this tavern and goes upstairs where there's an upper landing um there are several people looking down from above uh um you see men and women alike who are just sort of glancing down shouting to the people down below or waving at them um one of the bartenders down below takes a huge stein of ale and just chucks it up to the upper landing and uh a Younger man up there almost throws himself over the the railing, <laughs> manages to catch it, gives it to the the young lady next to him who kind of blushes and goes, oh, that was impressive, and takes the, the ale from him. Uh, the back down below, you notice a couple people, there's a few people that kind of stick out specifically. Uh, there is a person at the left end of the bar who... Having just finished uh, pouring this enormous glass uh, and, like, sort of pushed it over to the side, has pulled out what is just, like, this giant, like, ledger of a book. And has slammed it on the bar. They've thrown it open. And they appear to be writing something down with a quill. Um, They get frustrated. They go, They snap, and a second quill appears out from under the bar and also begins writing. And so they both write in unison. Uh just sort of scribbling away on it. Uh, to their left, there's like a little, like a little dark entryway that appears to maybe go into like a, like a cupboard or maybe like a downstairs area uh, <clears throat> that's, that's nestled underneath the stairs. Uh, standing in that uh, entryway, there is a figure, uh, tall, hunched over, broad shoulders, a immense black top hat on their head, a... Uh, large handlebar double mustache uh, that kind of splits out almost like enormously thick cat whiskers. Uh, the the figure is just sort of crouched in the doorway looking out at all the people around. Uh, they make eye contact with you and you see that the eyes are a bright green. They uh, From underneath of their double mustache, a twisted smile stretches. And they raise one hand to wave hello, and then they raise the other hand, and it is actually a giant hook where their hand should be. Uh, and they just kind of go. Uh, the third person you notice that is of uh, some interest to you is a figure that's kind of ducking and diving 
through the, the tables and is just sort of like, oh, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me. Uh, shorter figure in stature, uh, shorter cut hair as well. That's kind of pulled back a little bit. It's been kind of greased back. Um, slightly puffy cheeks, a uh, bit of a rounder nose. The uh, And they are carrying like a small little tray of what appears to be a, a couple uh, glasses of like an ale or a beer of some sort. Uh, and they are just kind of, you know, weaving through, excuse me, oh, pardon me, I didn't, didn't mean to step on your toe there, please, please don't mind me. And they, they kind of accidentally bump into someone and they go, yeah, watch it. And he's like, oh, yes, 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 of course, of course, don't mind me. And he kind of pulls his collar up a bit to hide his face and moves. But with your 18, even with the collar pulled up, something strikes you as familiar about this person. And they uh, they kind of weave their way through the crowd until they get over to a corner table where... A group of like four or five rather shady looking individuals are just kind of sitting around. Uh, one of them is holding a menu and it reads just like the menu on the front. Um, so you can't <laughs> see their face. And then the other ones are just sitting there looking sour um, as he clinking the tray sort of approaches the table and scoots them out. Can I think of where I recognize? them from or do I not make get a history check. as good of a look? Alright. Make a history check. No. I rolled nope. a two. A two. It does it it literally you, does not matter what my modifier it's like, is. It's on the tip of your tongue. You're like, I why do they look familiar to me? It's just this it's a they appear to be like maybe like a half lean or a gnome or something, you know, they're shorter. Um they, there's just something about them. The, the face, the, you don't know what it, what it is quite, but it's like, you feel like you've seen this person before, but you can't, it's just not hitting you. That's, that's, that's a total of five, so it's... Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll note it and just be like... That person looked familiar, but I can't remember from where and i'll just kind of briefly mention that to the party um before going up to the uh bar closer to where the person with like the ledger is as i would assume that would be the person who um i would probably need to talk to. i will ask you to make me let's see i think we're gonna do this will be something of a uh, of like an athletics check. I w- you're going to have difficulty kind of maneuvering Not acrobatics? because of how crowded the uh, the bar <laughs> is. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I suppose acrobatics would be a better fit. Yeah. Um, right. be, no, you have to kind of note. definitely move through this these this very crowded room. You know, people are moving and bustling about. It's a seventeen. 17, yeah, so it is It is no problem for you. You you are able to very easily just kind of slink your way in between people, step where you need to step, find openings, and just sort of step through. Pardon me, excuse me. Just, just saying just enough to be able to get through and pass by people so you can make your way up to the bar. I have cool. bad news. I smacked my mic with my pen and I broke it. You broke the mic, the the mic or the pen? I, no, my pen. Oh, okay. <laughs> my glass pen. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Rip. Very sad. That's a bummer. Rip and pieces. This sucks. Oh man. There's literally not been a sadder tragedy to happen on this stream. 
Alexa, play Celine Dion. Uh, <laughs> Alexa, play Despacito. Um, so yeah, Alexa, you, you are able to, to make your way up to the bar. Cool. Um, so approaching, I'll... Uh, basically, I'm just pegging this person as the, the one with the ledger is the person who will most likely be able to get us the answers and set up for rooms and stuff. Uh, so walking up, we'll be like, uh, excuse me. Um, when you have a moment, no rush. The uh, second quill that's been writing autonomously stops and looks up at you. Uh, I had a quick question uh, as well as uh, looking to uh, book some rooms if they're available. The quill uh, sort of jerks in the air and it speeds under the the bar. Uh, A second, even larger book comes out from underneath the bar, slams down on the bar, almost spilling a nearby patron's drink over. They turn and look at you. Uh, and you see that this is a you are kind of startled that because you didn't you didn't even pay attention initially, but you are startled as you are inches away from what appears to be a fully grown bugbear uh, just sitting in this this bar having a having a drink as they kind of look at you with like a stern scrunched up face nostrils flaring. Um, I'll let him go. My sincerest apologies. Uh. Here, for your next drink, and I'll just place a, uh... I would imagine a silver would be good for a drink. I can't drink that! That's silver! Yeah, to pay for your <laughs> next drink. <laughs> okay. He slams the silver and scoots it over. Tucks it somewhere. I don't fucking know where. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Gold. Then he gets very awkward suddenly. He just kind of turns away from you and continues to drinking. Enjoy yeah, your drinks. New role model. The quill sort of wraps on the book and then, like, sort of like. Taps on your hand a bit and then wraps on the book. I'll open the book to whatever it needs me to. You you open the book up and um, it opens up and you see that there's this long ledger list of like rooms that are available as well as like listings of like previous people that have written in and named them. Uh, if you make me a super quick history check, this is going to be a low DC, don't worry. Uh, we can get some insights on these names. Ten. Ten. A lot of them are not full names, but initials. Some of them are historical figures. Um, you kind of doubt that the king of Brayland has stayed at this inn at any point, 
and yet you see his name written several times in different people's handwriting. Nice. Um, very akin <laughs> to people using presidents' names in the 40s uh, whenever checking into a CD motel. Uh, William Howard Henry Taft. You know, or like... If right, you were to like, be like Tommy suits. Taft. Like, Tommy yeah. Taft. The yeah, or like figure, using the king's name to buy suits. It all makes sense. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things you do. Yeah, common occurrences, uh, you know. <laughs> you, uh, common you occurrences kind of, that reap no consequences. You gotta bring your Absolutely finger down not. the list of names just to see if you recognize anything. Uh, you see uh, there's like a uh, AGW, there's a DLY, there's a... Uh, M E R none of these really ringing a bell for you and then you see there's a uh C J D uh and below it uh it's crossed out but somebody wrote you can just make out the letters it's like a C A and then it it's been like scribbled um and then C J D written again underneath it hmm On the page over on the right-hand side, uh, there is still a bunch of empty spaces. And so you can see where it's got kind of listed. There's, like, your uh, standard rooms are uh, listed. It's, like, you know, five gold a night. Real basic rooms. These aren't soft beds. Uh, below that, there is a, uh, there's a section that is labeled for VIP. Um, and those are sitting at 10 gold per night. Um, and then there is another section below that that is uh, VIP plus uh, accompaniment, and that is at 25 gold. Um, Probably just a normal one, right? Yeah, uh, how many regular rooms do you have available? You see uh, there's like... Six or seven empty spaces for regular uh, rooms. Um, you do notice that the VIP rooms are completely filled. And VIP plus accompaniment are... Uh, there is one name there. Hmm. Um, yeah, just uh, four regular rooms then. Uh, uh, the quill uh, sort of taps on the book excitedly, dips back down under the table. It comes back up with a jar on it, like hold. It's holding the jar up with its own the weight of its own feather, and it just kind of like slams the jar down on the bar, almost like smashing it. Uh, flips it upright, and then just like taps the jar repeatedly. I'll take out. Uh, I have mostly platinum, I believe. So. <laughs> um, I think I have some some gold. Um, I think I was the only one that like actually made my way up to the front because of how busy it was. Oh yeah, true. I'll just have you guys just pay throw me it. Can I, like, uh, <laughs> can I'll I... just. I'll take yeah, out. Make uh, a. Uh, uh, Johannes, go ahead and make a. We'll make this acrobatics too, just for the fun of it. Acrobatics. Throw that over too. I mean, I'm just gonna put two platinum. Twenty-four. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, you set, if you're willing to catch it, there is uh, there is gold flying towards you right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch it. 
All right, make dex check. Flat dex? Flat dex on this, yeah. Uh, that's a 15. Okay. Uh, you hear something like whirring through the air and your instinct kicks in. You whip around and bing! You catch it. Um, the... I, I give like a little like Ken, like, like thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the person that was writing in the ledger next to you uh, finally looks up from it and goes, Nice catch. Thank you. Uh, I, like, I caught it, turned back around, and just put two platinum in, uh, in the jar. The, uh, the gentleman's eyebrow shoots up into their hairline. Uh, they go, Oh, free ball. Big spender hour. <laughs> One platinum's ten gold, right? Yep. Mm. All right, yeah. Yeah. Four rooms. One for me and each of my companions. Not many people come into town and drop platinum at the tip of a hat. You must be very special. In fact, I don't even recognize you. Mm. Are you yeah, new here? Yes, we are. We're only staying here temporarily, passing through. Um, we're actually... Uh, I had a quick question. I was looking to speak to uh, like someone in charge of like security or something for, for Galt. Uh, we have some information for them. I see. That sounds like a very dire situation. Well, we do have a head of um, I suppose security would be a, a proper name for them. Um, that would be uh, a, a Mr. A Mr. Uh, Mauser Kibblesburg. Mauser Kibbleberry. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, that's right. That is completely shot because yes, Mr. Kibblesburg is a uh, in, in a in a matter of sorts, sort of the uh, the sheriff around these parts. Uh, he has his own office uh, a little bit down the way here, um, but he is a big part in making sure that our little town stays safe and, and free of any. Bad nicks and no good doers. Perfect. Uh, and you said it's... Is, is there, like, a a sign or anything that we would be able to... Oh, you'll know it when you see it. You'll, you'll just go back out into the into the main street here and head head north a bit, and you'll, you'll see it on, on our side. Uh, there's a big sign overhead with a star. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and if we could get the, the keys, we'll get out of your hair and let you get back to... Your documentation. Very important, I know. Yes, yes. And, and, and best of luck to you. Uh, I uh, hope you have a pleasant stay here in the town of Gold. You know, while you're here, I, I, I do have to say, if you, were, if you had a little bit of extra time to kill, we do have these amazing tours of our local vineyards. Uh, they are uh, very, very reasonably priced at just three gold per person, and it's a, a great way to experience the, the incredible agriculture that we have here in our, our town. You know what? That hmm. does sound absolutely amazing, but we are on a bit of a tight schedule. Next time when we swing back through here, though, we will absolutely be sure to, uh, to take that tour. Pressing matters and whatnot right now, so... Yes, of course. I understand completely. Uh, 
by all means, do whatever it is that you need to do. Uh, and if you have any other additional questions, I shall be here. Great. Thank you very much. Uh, you uh, yes. grab the keys from him and... You, you take the keys and you begin to walk away. As you do, you notice that the, the shadowy figure that was standing in the kind of the, the entryway there underneath the stairs, uh, they make eye contact with you again. And you see them raise up the hook hand. And then they just kind of like tip the, their top hat with the hook. And then <laughs> sort of fade back into the darkness and disappear in the shadow underneath the stairs. Uh, as they like do that, I'll just kind of give them a alrighty then, uh, and make my way back to uh, the rest of the party. Alright. Um, alright guys, a uh, very nice throw, by the way. Um, Thank you. I gotta uh, get this thumbs up again. And uh, everyone that key got us got us keys. Uh, we each have our own room. Uh, five gold apiece. Um, Johannes, I don't know how much you threw. Oh, let's say I th- I probably like threw like like twenty. You threw twenty gold pieces in here. It was in a, right. it was in a little sack. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll no, just I'll a bunch of coins. <laughs> yeah, not like in that's, a, that's what I was picturing though. Is I was just picturing like you toss like a handful of coins, and that's what I caught. No, okay, that's that's why I was really confused when you said he's the one. <laughs> right, he was so good. Yeah. They stayed. That would be stack. way more impressive than you. They're caught starting them. to believe. <laughs> um, I'd be like, yeah, with uh, what Johannes. Uh, tossed over to me. The rooms are fully covered, so... Um, DM. Mr. DM, yeah. sir. Real quick, yeah. just as a yeah. reminder to my poor mind, uh, we all... Uh, Seth said something about the halfling that he noticed, right? He or, didn't say anything to you, no. No? Did. Uh, okay. did you? Yeah, I, I mentioned, I mentioned uh, that as they walked past, I said... That person looks familiar before then making my way up. Okay. And I've made sure to mention that to the party and then head up. Gotcha. Then Dak is going to make a connection with Set um, and say, Set, the halfling that you saw, is it someone you have seen before or is it you are familiar with them the same way you are familiar with Trist? No, I just recognize them. Like it, it feels like we've met before, but I'm not sure where. Um, I don't think necessarily in that same way, because uh, obviously, I mean, just was disguising themselves. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not sure. I I just don't know what it is. They just seem very familiar. Should we be cautious? I mean, we should always be cautious, but uh, I think doubly so. They they don't... <laughs> they look a little shady anyways. Uh, so, you know, due diligence and all that. 
Understood. Dak will then look to everybody and nod his head. As if they were all part of the conversation, they all just heard everything that Setcha said. If you just like look at us and just like nod your head, just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so hand everyone the keys and then be like, uh, they told me where the, the sheriff's office was so we can we can just head straight over there if we want to. Seems a little busy here. I don't know if we'll be able to, to get much done here. Well, it's also best thing. So we just make our that we make our uh, make our way well, to the to the sheriff's. Then, all right, you uh, you manage to kind of foot your way back out through the saloon doors, back out into the uh, into the cobblestone street. Uh, still busy, many hustle and bustle as people move about, go into various stores, doing things. Um, you uh kind of walk down the main street a bit uh there is a there's like the the marketplace shops on your left side you can see somebody is selling like tanned hides of various animals uh another person is selling um uh foodwares uh and you see there's a third shop set up that is like medicinal herbs, potions, uh, and they have a sign that's kind of slapped up over on the left of them um, with big lettering that says, we sell snake oil, the good kind. Yeah, the good kind. Uh, the good kind of snake oil salesman. Uh, but as you continue, you are able to see on that left side that there is a, a building kind of set up. Uh, that has a large um, star uh, sitting on top of it, and it's like a it, there's like a painted like comet trail coming from the side of it that kind of wraps around. And uh, the more you know, there are uh, there's large windows set up at the front, but they are barred. There's like iron bars over top of the windows. Uh, and a single large steel door that's just kind of been bolted into place. Uh, yeah, walk up and... I, I imagine this is an office so that we can we could just go in, but also, like, so that's kind of like... <laughs> uh, Johannes will just, like, kind of, like... Do we just go I'll in? Just go, I'll not? just go in. I'm just going to go in. Okay, you uh, you open the door, you walk in, uh, you hear the uh, ring, the ding, ding, ding of what appears to be a uh, like a bell sit sitting up overhead uh, with a lever that is uh, sticking in a bit so that anytime somebody opens the door, it hits the bell. Um, you step in and you find yourself in a uh, fairly large room. There is there are a few desks sort of situated off to the right hand side and over on the far wall there are three or four uh what appear to be jail cells uh that are kind of lined up next to each other. Solid iron bars, uh large formidable steel doors uh with massive keyholes in them. Jack will as he's following up to Johannes, he will hit the bell so he can receive notifications and follow him into the building. Good. Excellent. 
uh, as you walk in, you see a young, uh, young spry-looking fellow. Uh, he is wearing a uh, white, sort of like a dress shirt with a cloth vest over top of it, and he has almost like a, it's like a cute little bolo tie uh, wrapped uh, dutifully around his neck. Um, he is about, say about four and a half foot tall, uh, probably around uh, Johannes's height, uh, and he is also, uh, appears to be a mouse. Uh, and he uh, looks to all of you and he says, uh, well, howdy, partners. Uh, anything you need help with today? Uh, yeah, we're looking for the sheriff. Oh, right. Well, uh, the, the sheriff is in. Uh, what are you, uh, what do you need help with then? Uh, we were going to provide some information. We just came from, uh, from a dragon in south of here. Um, and we have some information on, uh, uh the werewolf that's in this area that we figured we would we would share with the relevant peoples. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Golly gosh, gee. That sure does sound like a whippering of excitement. Uh, let me, let me call the sheriff. The Sheriff Kibblesburg, uh, we got some, uh, we got some folks here from out of town. Said something about, about a werewolf? Uh, you hear the ping. Just hear like a, a window crash. <laughs> you just see a blur as somebody jumps out the window and runs. Uh, he just left. <clears throat> no, what you hear? Uh, Scott's is, not here. <laughs> you, hear a, uh, you hear a ping, 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 thump, thump. This uh, heavy thudding sound of boots on the ground, the clanging of spurs that go jingle jangle as uh, wow. a as a tall, uh, imposing looking figure uh, slowly struts around the corner. Um, they wear a large duster coat with a uh, equally dusty cowboy hat uh, nestled on top of their head ears poking out of the sides. Um, the figure steps forward, and they, they take the hat, and they kind of lift it up a little bit so that the shadow recedes, and you can see the uh, orange uh, fur and the piercing green eyes uh, of this uh, very roguish-looking tabaxi uh, large whiskers that, that spread out to the sides. You see two uh, fanged teeth uh, poking out from underneath a cute little button nose, and uh, one of the ears has like a, like a gash taken out of it. Uh, the tabaxi figure walks forward and kind of leans up against one of the jail cell doors. Well, my, my. What do we have here? Gulp. Gulp. Wait, hold on. So there's a tabaxi sheriff. That's your name, and... son? You call yourself Gulp? Or is that just what your friends call you? Um okay. I like I like tilt my head. Um I can I'm surprised you heard that, but no, my name is Johannes. Son, I'm a tabaxi. We 
We got pretty big ears. They're good for listening. Interesting. Um, Maybe you should hear us out then about the problem that we came here to discuss with you. The uh, the the mouse next to you uh, kind of giggles and goes, oh, "That was quite clever, young sir. Quite clever." Um, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, they um, you know, they mentioned they had a uh, they were saying something about a about a werewolf problem they wanted to bring to your attention, Mauser. Uh, I I don't I don't have any experience with that. I don't know if that's something we should be worried about. Uh, you see, Mauser kind of tips the hat a little bit again. Uh, he just kind of says. Yeah, you know, the thing about werewolves is they're just like big, scary dogs. If you know what kind of bone to throw them, they'll, uh, they'll scamper away real quick. But a werewolf sometimes can be a little bit feistier. You gotta give them a bigger bone, something they can't resist. I, I think we're dealing with like a, a very very feisty one do you have like a very very large bone that could do some like severe blunt force trauma to a werewolf's head did you see this werewolf son no but we saw what it can do more importantly the giving the moon that it currently is it's going to be inherently very dangerous ah we got yeah. one of them wolfies that's Affected by the moonlight, do we? Yeah, that's our that's our big concern right now. Um, well, I'll be a rattlesnake in a maraca shop. Tell me something. You said you ain't seen the wolfie, but you saw what it could do. What you mean by that? Well, um, when we were out by the. When we were out by uh, the Golden Dragon Inn before, we uh, were exploring, um, investigating, because we just assumed it would be a more standard werewolf encounter, but it seems to have a penchant for skinwalking, pretending to be other creatures. We saw a massacred sheep, and more than just eaten, its flesh tactically severed from its body. Seem to be used in some sort of a disguise. At the uh, at the mention of the word disguise, you see the large cat-like eyes sort of widen a bit. Uh, Mauser sort of stands up a little bit more and goes, "Well, I'll be a trout at a waterfall convention." <laughs> I like this guy. You're telling me this isn't just a regular werewolf. This is a werewolf with the cognizance to wear sheep's clothing. That's exactly why we're concerned. Yes. Well, yeah, I'd be too. Can't say I blame you. Yeah, we're, we were moving on to, to Passage, which was where we were heading anyways, but we figured we would, since we're stopping in here, uh, we would let you know so that you could be at least aware of what's going on and, you know, prepare yourself as best you can. I see. Well, that is mighty kind of a tall glass of beverage such as yourself. And he kind of takes the hat, tips a little bit. You, uh, 
was that the only business you had in these parts, or you got something else you were needing as well? No, we're otherwise just passing through. Yeah, Our main uh, objective on. is to head towards passage. Well, all right there, miss. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll uh, I'll have uh, I'll have my partner here uh, begin a report. You know, right up on this uh, on this here werewolf, and uh, we can most certainly look into it. See if there's any signs of it. Maybe wanting to come a walk in our way. Uh, certainly hope not, but something such as this, we won't be taken too lightly, though. Well, we appreciate Ain't that, right, feline? And the uh, the mouse nods and goes. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're something like a werewolf. That's scary business. Oh, uh, I didn't. I don't think I actually introduced myself, by the way. Uh, pleasure to meet y'all. Uh, my name is uh, Feline Dimitri. Uh, this here, of course, is the, the sheriff of these parts. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mauser uh, Cablesburg. Kind of tips his hat again. Pleasure to meet you both. Uh, as... Johannes already introduced himself. I am set. Kind of gesture. So you're good? Very funny. <laughs> Definitely uh-huh. have not heard that one uh, before. Uh, no, that that is my name. All right, I'm just checking. He kind of gives you a wink. Uh, and I'll gesture to... Dak and Silva. Um, and these are our companions. If you want to introduce yourselves. Dak has a perplexed look on his face. That happened the first time uh, Mauser used his first, like, euphemism. I think is what they're called, right? Uh, where if Dad could understand regular euphemisms, he doesn't understand that one. So he's just trying to figure out what trout in, in a waterfall convention means uh, for the, like the last five minutes. Uh, but upon being pointed out, he does snap out of it. It's a, a hello. I, I, I am Dak. It is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you look troubled, but- son. Did you... Uh... Did you happen to see this werewolf by any chance? Only the aftermath of his work. I was perplexed by another notion. Um, what is a trout? Uh, well, it's a, it's a type of fish, Sun Jim. You know, it's a it's a real big fish. Uh, got kind of pretty colors. Big old mouth. You see him a lot up at uh up at Lake Lake uh, Lake Galfar there, you know. If you end up going, you know, making your way up the passage, you stop by the lake there, you'll see plenty of them. Understood. I shall make it a point to find out what this trout is. They taste pretty good too. If you want to fish yourself up some, it is good to know that they are at the point. Thank you. Now, I got a question for all of you. 
on account of your being so generous sharing this information with us. You uh you got yourselves a place to stay for the for the, the evening or are you just passing on through? Uh no, we're staying at the tavern uh down the road. We've already uh grabbed rooms. That's how I uh learned to come down here to talk to you. Uh spoke to uh someone there, got rooms and asked them uh where to where the head of security for this area was. Right, well, speaking from one cat to another person who's not a cat, let me just say, you watch yourself out there. See, some of the folk like to act like they take kindly to newcomers, but especially around nighttime, we got some uh, undesirables that pop up now and again. Best not to walk anywhere alone. Maybe keep your company here as close as you can. Appreciate the heads up. Uh, I don't think we had any plans to be walking around uh, much after after the sun has set. Um, but we'll we'll keep that in mind should we decide to venture out. It's good. We still ain't found the last poor sap that ended up doing that. Oh, that's concerning. Yeah, very much so. We thought maybe he had kind of disappeared eastward, heading towards the border. At least that's where the tracks were starting, but about half a mile out, they just stopped, disappeared, no sign of his horse, no sign of nothing. Like he just vanished into the nothing. That's very concerning. You said that was towards the east? Yeah, darndest thing. Well, thankfully we're heading west, so uh, we hopefully don't have to encounter anything like uh, whatever happened there, but I hope you are able to figure out what happened uh, without too much trouble. I do as well. He kind of strokes his whiskers, staring at you, unblinking. You you notice that like the entire, nearly the entire conversation that you have had with the sheriff, they have not blinked. They have just been keeping your gaze with these enormous green eyes. Do they look similar to the the like the eyes of the person that was that had the hook and the hat? No. Okay. The uh the person with the hook, their eyes were uh, dark and full of terror. Uh these eyes are bright emerald green and though a bit off-putting there is very clearly life behind them okay uh well much appreciated for the heads up if we happen to pass back through here and have some more free time and you know i don't want to speak on behalf of my companions but we might be able to help you do a little bit of investigating at the very least if we have the time then we come back so yeah Absolutely. Unfortunately, we do want to... We're, we're going to be staying the night, but we'll be heading to Passage first thing in the morning. We want to make sure that uh, they're also made aware of the potential danger of this werewolf. Understood. Well, if, you, uh, if you're needing anything else from us here, you be sure to let us know. We'll always be about. Like I said... 
Don't do too much wandering around after dark. Ain't safe out there. And definitely, don't be seeking out Heebles the Jeebles. Who? Don't worry about it. Oh, You okay. hear the name Heebles the Jeebles, you don't answer them, you don't talk to them, you don't Heebles shake his hand. Heebles the Jeebles, okay. Heebles the Jeebles. Do you have a description? Do you have, like... I could spell it for you if you'd like. Well, I mean... H-E-B-E-L-S-A-D-A-J-E-E-B-L-E-S. I, I think I, I got that, yeah. Heebles the Jeebles. Heebles the Jeebles. I, I appreciate that. Is this a person? Heebles the Jeebles. Just don't mess with him. He'd like us to think so. <laughs> but there's something what, else there. What, what do they look like? So we can make sure to steer clear at the very least. Or make sure that we haven't already encountered them. They look like the last thing you see before the boatman carries you into the seven hells. They look like shadow brought to life through demon trickery. They look like the person who greets you as you're exiting the movie theater, even though you're trying to get to your car so you can get back home because you have to use the restroom as quickly as possible. I'm so confused. All right, Guys, it's the know, farmer I... we talked to. It's obvious. <laughs> hey, I was heebles the jeebles all along. Alright, that... We'll make sure to... to do our best to, to stay away from them. Good. You'll be better off. Uh, we appreciate the, the heads up on that. Uh, I, I think we'll be off. Uh, if anything else comes up, we'll, uh, we'll be sure to let you know. But otherwise, we, plan, we do plan on heading out in the morning. So uh, best of luck and hopefully uh, no werewolf encounters. Understood. Y'all have yourselves a good day. Have yourself a good night's rest as well. Thank you. He kind of makes his way back around the corner, kind of muttering under his breath. That there, evil's with a jeep. It's just a scary thing. Horrible thing. <laughs> well, I suppose we don't want to mess with evil's the evil's the the jeebles. Oh, before before we uh, before we actually like work our way all the way out, I was like, wait, do you know a man with like a, a or a person with a a hook and a top hat? You see, uh, a feline who is in the process of beginning to write out like this extensive report on like your your eyewitness accounts of this this werewolf activity, drops the quill and looks at you. Fear in their eyes. Uh, uh, the sheriff rounds back around the corner. Did I just hear you say something with my big old cat ears that I did do dislike? Possibly. <laughs> no. I think you just. I think you just talked about evils to jeebles. Uh. Yeah, I. I was a person with a a hook and a top hat. Like what a hook for a hand? Hat? Just like a black top hat? And what was he wearing on the hook? 
What was he wearing on the hook, DM? It's just a hook, right? It appeared to be just a hook. It, it, I mean, it just looks like a, like a hook. <gasps> Sheriff and Feline both gasp <laughs> dramatically. <sighs> By the sovereign and the salad they eat for lunch. Dak is melting at this point. I can only imagine. <laughs> Dak is having a fucking panic attack with all of these phrases that he just all these Yeah. <laughs> Dak uh, has perpetual question marks over his head. He's just yeah. holding the side of his head like. <laughs> You're just getting a nosebleed. <laughs> I'm like very invested in this Hebrews <laughs> talk. Dak is trying to pronounce the word, but he literally can't because his mouth isn't trained to make those noises. I just don't remember Seth uh, seeing uh Fuck, what's it called? God damn it. Ebelson. I didn't see a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the ever... Baba Duke. <laughs> yeah, honestly, not far off. Not far off. I didn't realize Seth saw the Baba Duke. Um, is, is that the, he, I can't, I can't even say it. You ever, you, you ever, you ever make an NPC for your players <laughs> with a very ridiculous name just because you get great joy out of listening to them try to pronounce the Evils to the Digivils. Um, <laughs> yeah, does, is that who you were talking about? You listen to me close now. Whatever business you gotta do, you better get in and about and to get to the doing it. And then you do it, and then you get yourself on out, out of this town. But get your night's rest first. I know you paid for a room. And then you getting yourself on out of this town. I know you mean well. And travelers like you are always a curious bunch. But I promise you, if you make any sort of contact with that man, that thing, it is going to bring you a lifetime of a misery. I, so like, they waved at me. I did wave back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> feline and Mauser kind of share a glance with each other and feline looks at you with kind of like a you know a bit of like a half smile like maybe they're into you i mean yeah and then like they were at the tavern and then once i got the rooms and left they made eye contact with me smiled and then faded into the shadows you said they you said they waved at you was it like a was it like a, like a side to side wave or or was it just like a you know like like kind of like a like a testify kind of wave or like what was it i i think it was a this <gasps> yeah they're probably into you maybe you should ask them out no that's i 
No. Okay, I looked away for a second. Where did this conversation go? <laughs> Apparently, the Duke was hitting on me. Uh, <laughs> but he was, like, not tried, cool with the Duke interacting with you, and now all of a sudden he wants you to, to act on it? Well, no, this is the mouse, isn't it? This is, yeah, this is feline. This the is mouse. feline. It's, I, I'm, I have been purposefully not acknowledging your naming of these two NPCs, but... God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, it. So, like, just ignore that that ever happened and we'll just leave, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like maybe they could, you know, just want to. Maybe they want a friend. They, they might just want, like, a special little friend. You know, that'd be, that'd be nice. And, uh, Mauser, uh, tilts his hat down from from the other side of the room and goes or they want to hang you upside down like a vampire bat and drink your blood also like a vampire bat are you saying they're a vampire i didn't say nothing i didn't use my mouth for now i'm getting confused okay i think that should do it uh for us have a Good day. You do as well. Yeah. It's sir, sergeant, sir. Deputy. It's a sheriff. Sergeant was my mother-in-law. Uh. There. Well, we don't need All to right, keep go asking on questions. Get feline. Right. I got paperwork to do. Best of luck with that. They kind of shoo you out. Uh, as you're as you're being shooed out of the door, uh, feline says. Maybe if you bring them a gift, they'll be more receptive. I don't know. Try something now. Take care, y'all. And he kind of closes the door behind you. <laughs> slams the door shut. Welp. Okay, well, that was interesting. Dak, are you okay? There's active smoke coming out of Dak's head. <laughs> He's just wobbling. Set will like go to pat Dak on the shoulder, then like remember that he doesn't like being touched and just be like, It's gonna be okay, Dak. Just don't think about it too hard. It's gonna be okay. Let's get back to the tavern, I guess. There's, I, I unless you all want to explore the town a little bit. I mean, it's still sun's high in the sky right now. It's like, might as well. Let's see some... if there's any shops. I believe so many were very in common woods. I'm not familiar, but <laughs> trust me, I'm Dak. I'm going to tell you one thing right now, Dak. Those weren't common. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a... yeah. They were speaking in a very interesting way that, to be honest, I did not fully understand a lot of what they were saying. Uh, so don't, don't feel too bad, Dak. It's more of an Albany expression. Understood. Um, yeah, you want to hit up some shops? Might as well. We have plenty of time. All right, y'all can uh, hit up the shops. 
Uh, as I mentioned before, there was a shop that was like a leather leather workers. They had a bunch of like hide, um, tanned hide, um, some some meat. They've got some like uh, some buffalo meat, some venison uh, wrapped up on the side, and they've got a, a bunch of tanned hides hanging on the wall behind them, as well as uh, a couple sets of leather armor that they've kind of put together. Uh, there is also the uh, there is a uh, a food stand that has just, like, a small assortment of, uh, some, like, locally grown berries, as well as, uh, uh, what looks like some fresh baked bread, uh, that they've, that they've got, you know, set out, uh, some pies as well, a few pastries. And then there was the, um, uh, the shop that had sort of, like, some herbs and potions, uh, and the, uh, advertised, uh, snake oil as well. Settle, grab some of the bread, and then head over to the the potion shop. Okay, uh, the bread is is cheap. You're you're looking at like uh, just a couple silver, you know, for like a, a loaf of this like freshly homemade bread. Okay, so like two silver. Thank you, thank you kindly, young gentleman. All right, so you can add a loaf of bread to your inventory. Oh, I mean, Seth's actively going to eat it as they're walking away. Okay, you can add loaf of bread to your stomach. <laughs> um, just, okay, wait, yeah, so one gold is ten silver, right? Correct. Alright, I have to I have to convert some of my gold pieces in my inventory. And one just... silver is also one-tenth of ten silver. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, oh, that that hurt my brain so much. Dylan. You're so mean. One silver is also one twentieth of an electrum piece. Yeah, it's true. There's no electrum here, though. They've outlawed it because of the trouble. The I trouble. feel. I feel like they're cowards. You won't if you research the trouble. Uh, gotcha. Uh, Dak will be looking for a duster that's very similar to the one that uh. That uh, Mr. Mouser was wearing. Yeah, the uh, the the leather uh, the the leather hide shop there. Uh, they have a, a duster coat uh, of similar. It, it's definitely not as worn down. It looks it looks newer, um, and it's a little bit smaller. But uh, they do have one, and it is at uh, priced at uh, thirty five gold pieces. Price to move. <laughs> um, is there a Duster that is perhaps from last season, or something that is on discount, or about to be thrown away. <laughs> the uh, the shop uh, owner there, the uh, an orc, grizzled old orc, large, fluffy white beard, uh, kind of looks down at you with a squint in his eye. I got the one duster coat. No other. Duster coat. Just the one. Um, it is. Is it possible to reduce the price for the little bit? I can cut off part of the duster coat and then sell it to you for less. How big is this duster coat? It looks like in its current state, it's about like two sizes too large for you. That would be preferable, actually. All right, and he takes a a pair of just like shears 
uh, takes the duster coat down, lays it down, and begins kind of like trimming off some of the sleeves, uh, and uh, kind of reduces it in, in size a bit. Now it's a, still a duster coat, you understand. Yes. But now it is worth 30 gold. Forgive me, but isn't that still the price that you said, or have I? It was 35 before. I've shortened the sleeves as well as taken back some of the hem. Uh, so now we're looking at about a 30 gold, which is five less than 35 gold. Understood. And I put three platinum on the table. Very good. He kind of takes it off. This duster coat is your duster coat. He hands it over to you. Thank you. I say in orc, the little orcish that I know. And then I try it on right in front of him. You see the uh, the expression kind of shifts a little bit. He goes, oh. Uh, he, you understand that to be well you're welcome you see a little bit of a little bit of pride beam on his face and and in orcish uh i say has there been anything weird going on in town uh and you uh I want you to make a make a wisdom check for me. Wisdom check, absolutely. It's a very thick accent you're trying to uh, kind of cut through. It's gonna be a twelve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you kind of make out in the in the words. Uh, you're able to kind of take out bits and pieces in it. It sounds like he's saying. Um, uh, Again, a bit garbled, but you're you're getting like there's not too much going on around here. Nice to meet somebody who you don't really get the rest of it though. It's like nice to meet somebody who you don't know something. Deck nods and replies with Oracle uh, which he hopes says, um, "It is fine. It's uh, it is good to speak with an orc, and so I can practice." Hmm. Torsen, uh, and you do catch that. Uh, you've heard that, especially the the end, the inflection on the rough and uh, It's perfect. Practice makes perfect. Dak nods again, uh, gives a small smile, and then and bows to the orc, and says, "Ich so, ich so gra," uh, which uh, is, uh, "Thank you for your time." 
Mm. He kind of nods. And Dak is going to uh, walk back to the group with his new duster. All right. And say, as he's putting on the cowboy hat, that is the uh, hat of uh, the hat of disguise. There we go. Um, I spoke with one of the shopkeepers, and everything seems fine, at least here in the town of Gold. A lone tumbleweed just sort of like skitters across the ground in front of all of you and just passes by. Break it open. It could have a rupee. That lunges for it. No. Um, <laughs> Good to know, Jack. Appreciate you uh, checking that out for us. Set, you had um, also mentioned that you wanted to visit the uh, the potion seller there. Yeah, go to the potion shop and see if they have any like healing potions and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's it's just a few feet walk over. You know, the the stores are set up right next to each other. Um, so you just walk over uh, to speak to the uh, the seller there. Um, tall uh, man, uh, very heavy, thick sideburns coming down the sides of the face. Um, a bit of a protruding snout and uh, very steely eyes uh, wearing a kind of like a bowler hat uh, kind of squashed down on top of their head. What can I do you for? Hi there. Um... I was looking for uh, some healing potions, if you have any. Gotcha. You just want regular, greater. What's your size? What's your style? Oh, what do you have? And uh, how much? Are, how much are they? I got these here. You kind of clink, clink, grabs a few bottles, kind of sets them out in front of them. Got your regular healing. Uh, I got that sitting at fifteen gold. The uh, the greater is uh, sitting at uh, twenty five. And uh, I got a bit of a discount going on right now. Normally my my highest healing potion here would be at uh, 45, but I've actually got it down to 30 uh, to uh, to celebrate the, the special occasion. What's the special occasion? Oh, well, uh, I suppose you wouldn't know, seeing as it looks like you folks aren't uh, from around here. Uh, yes, well, my my lovely uh, my lovely daughter is actually getting married tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. It's lovely. Um, yeah, yeah, she's she's just so excited and I'm just I'm just happy as a clam. Yeah, it's a momentous occasion. Congratulations. That sounds great. Yeah. Um So, how many how many of each do you have? I got about uh, two or three each of these here. How much would it be for the lot of them? Oh, no, 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 no. The, the, like the, like the, all of, all, well, aren't you an interesting person? Hi. Uh, as a, as a wedding present for your daughter. Oh, that, oh, shucks. Oh. That is just too kind of you all. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let me count these up here. We'll say a nice, say a nice clean, nice clean hundred gold for the whole lot. 
and I'll even throw in. He kind of turns around. He produces a small little bottle. <laughs> I'll even I'll even throw in this little bottle of snake oil here for you. You know what? That sounds like a good deal to me. We'll take out yeah. ten platinum. It's real useful, and, you know, this snake oil. If you uh, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you accidentally stab yourself with a snake fang, uh, you can just kind of dab it on the wound, and it'll completely remove any poisons or or anything that would uh that would cause you to fall ill as a result of it. You know what? That definitely might come in handy with uh. Yeah, you never know when something like that will happen. So, oh, we've had it happen. Uh, wish we had this at the time, but oh uh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Did, your friend, did they did they live long after that, or were they was no, it a quick death? They're they're right there. I'll gesture to Dak. <laughs> kind of looks over to <laughs> you, quick Dak, dude. in your in your full duster and your cowboy hat. Dak locks eye to eyes to it to the cell and uh, trying to mimic uh, Mouser like tip his hat. But he, it's a very awkward motion. So Dak, it's like Dak just full on grabs the brim of the uh, of the head, cowboy hat disguise and kind of moves it over his eyes. It looks like he's recovering and bless his little heart for that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll go ahead and uh, hand him ten platinum and. Uh. Oh my and again, goodness! You, congratulations! You have you have made us. I mean, we are gonna be able to throw. I think we might even be able to get a, a proper pig roast going. We're gonna have a full banquet. Everybody in town gonna be there. Oh, it is, this is just gonna be a wedding to remember. That's for sure. The uh, hog- once in a lifetime. The hogging. Je- Jezebel, Jezebel. He kind of calls, and you see, um, kind of fly around the corner, kind of rush around, uh, legs flailing. Um, I'm going to be honest here. The closest visual to this is something like a full-grown monitor lizard. Uh, wearing a very, very pretty, fluffy, um, like, poofy pink dress, and with a little, little bow tie, uh, just above the ear hole, like a cute little, cute little pink bow right up above the ear hole there. Um, kind of scatters around, skitters around the corner, crawls up onto the table. Jezebel, we're going to be able to get an actual full banquet for the wedding. Isn't that exciting? And the lizard like looks up at you and goes, oh, gosh, daddy, ain't that just the nicest thing? Oh, Clarence is going to love this. Very confused, but still like, yeah, congratulations. Take the healing potions, put them in a bag, and then kind of just nod and (laughs) start walking away. (laughs) Uh, make Make a quick perception check for me, please. Uh, that is going to be a 19. Okay. If anybody else wants to make the same perception check, they can as well. You know what? I always love tempting to have fate perception check. Yeah, just a perception check. Nat 20! 
Let's go. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, mine is how many brain cells I have left, which is five. Great. Um, you see that the uh, on on one of the the claws of this uh giant lizard, uh, as she kind of beams happily at you in the sunlight, uh, you see on one of the claws what appears to be this like almost like a sterling silver uh ring. Like an engagement ring mm. with a um, with a shining white, almost diamond-like rectangular jewel in the middle, and um, the the sides of the ring have been kind of carved to be in the shape of like a flower. It almost looks like a like a flower and like a leaf wrapping around, uh, and it, it just it shines brightly in the in the sunlight. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Lobe is lobe. You think the gem might be cubic zirconium, but it's hard for you to say. You're not a gemsmith. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, congratulations. Uh, hope it uh, turns out to be a you know, very large and happy event. Yeah, it should be uh, one for the history books, I reckon. Ain't that right, Jezebel? Jezebel, uh, as large uh, lizards are known to do, just sort of... Oh, man. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be off then. Thank you again for the, uh, for the potions. All right. Was there anybody else that wanted to get some shopping in here real quick? Um, is there a, uh... <laughs> oh. uh, is there a, a weapon store anywhere nearby? Uh, no weapon store, actually, from what you can see. Okay. Then I'm good. I'll wait till passage. Okay. Anything for you, Silva? Or otherwise, any other places that we uh, were looking to go before we we round out the day here? I don't think so. I just wanted to get some air. Did you uh, want me to add the potions, or are you, are you gonna go ahead and add them? Go ahead and add them. I've got faith in you. Okay. It was uh, it was three of the standard, and then it was two of the uh, the other ones. Two of the greater, and then so, yeah, two of the greater, and then there should be two uh, superiors. Two superiors. Okay, so three, two, two. Yep, three, two, two. Cool. You. Yeah, I'm just adding those now. Alright. Anything else y'all would like to do? No, I don't think so. Puck in for the night. Yeah, I mean, as I say, uh, not crazy amount of extra things here that would have gauged in, so yeah. 
Yeah, and and you know, making your way back to the 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 inn there, like you can tell that this is this is definitely a smaller town than than what you've experienced. It's it's clear that the you know the the folk around here they don't have too much going on besides you know what they're occupying themselves with, and of course the the uh, the the winery uh, off in the distance there. Uh, but yeah, you you can return back to the inn. Um, it is still bustling and packed with people. Uh, drinks are being tossed about everywhere. There are people singing songs. The the pianist is still striking away at the keys. Uh, same spot they've been in since you left. Uh, there are you know ton of people at the at the tables walking around. Um, set. Yes. The person you clocked before that you couldn't quite get a beat on. They are still there. Okay. They're sitting at a corner table uh, with two other people that you do not recognize. Different people from the ones they were sitting with earlier, or? Yes. Interesting. Uh... Could I get like uh like surreptitiously, could I get like a little closer to try and get a better look and see if I can Yeah, make like, a uh, figure out where I know You wanna do you wanna do deception or sleight of hand? Um uh sleight of hand works okay. better. Uh that is a 12. 12, okay. You're kind of trying to, you know, surreptitiously just sort of make your way over without drawing too much attention to yourself. And as you're doing so, you uh, you bump into somebody accidentally. Oh, uh, sorry about that. Oh, that's, uh, that's quite all right, dear. Um, you see it is a, uh, a young woman. Um, she is wearing a similar um, kind of poofy dress that, that you've seen some of the other women that were wearing them on the upper landings. Uh, her hair is tied back in a very large, uh, long braid. Um, beautiful cheekbones, um, almost elvish features to the face. Uh, she has uh, makeup uh Highlights under the eyes, the lashes have been extended and kind of uh, curl up and outward. Um, and there is a there is a sparkle to the irises that you think may be uh, uh, some sort of an enchantment uh, placed on them. Um, you uh, you could pay me a favor by buying me a drink if you have a moment. Not even like making eye contact with her, mm. just like flips up a gold coin. She kind of like she doesn't catch it. You flip it, and it just kind of like goes over her shoulder, and she looks at you like, I don't, I don't, I don't work here. Darling, that wasn't 
saying right. that, I'll, I'll just she... kind of look. I'll look at her and I'll be like, "Is she like eye level with me?" Like She's about eye level, yeah. I'll just kind of look at her and be like, "I'm so sorry. I was not paying attention." Uh, what were you asking for? I, n- never mind. It, it's it's all right. I'm 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 gonna go. And she just turns and sort of walks off. Sorry again. And then immediately just turn back to focusing. You turn around and slam face to face with just a wall of a person. Kind of back up and be like, I just can't seem to keep running into people. Terribly sorry about that. What'd you go and hurt her feelings for? And you see that you are face to face with a very tall, very muscular orc. I hurt her feelings. She just wanted you to buy her a drink is all, and you threw money at her like she was nothing more to you than a than a receptacle for money. She wanted <laughs> a drink, right? That was so she could get a drink. She wanted your company. She wanted to meet you and have spend time with you, socialize. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't. Do you not? Are you not somebody who like socializes often? No. Not damn. No. Damn. Okay. Well, let me. Well, let me help you. You got anybody here with you, or are you all by a lonesome? No, I have some party members. We're. Oh, that's great. I'm like, them over. Let me. Let me bring you all to my table. I'll show you how to. How to. How to. You know. Hang out with people in public. Sure. Okay. Um. I'll gesture to have my have the the rest of the group come over. Um. As soon as his back is like to me, I will cast invisibility. Okay. He uh, he starts sort of turning away from you, walking towards uh, walking towards that same corner table uh, that you were eyeing before. Uh, and as he's sort of turning around, he says, "I'm Watts, by the way. I work at the I work at the vineyard there. Uh, I got a I got a pretty important position up at the vineyard. But well, you know about that? I want to hear about all you <laughs> folk." He kind of walks over to the table. Uh, he goes, uh, uh, hey, uh, Tessa, uh, Marcus, Cassowary, you, you all, you ought to meet this, this person I done just met. Oh, Their name, fuck. and he turns around, and mm-hmm. you're not there. Oh, I, oh, so having, they must still have, followed you know him. They, they must have been real shy. The, the person seemed like they were pretty socially awkward. I was going to, you know, introduce them to try to help them come out of their shell. And they, they done took off on me. Huh? As Seventh soon as time this week, as, as soon as they say cassowary. <laughs> What's the last name? <laughs> I will immediately post up next to that person and deactivate invisibility. Okay, I pull up. Okay. <laughs> you when you say you post up, like are you like sitting down next to them or are you just like getting up next to like where 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 exactly are you? I'll be like sitting next to the person who they addressed as cassowary. Okay, to to get into them, you're going to have to somehow shuffle past the other person that is sitting to the right of them. Okay. 
Uh, so make a make an acrobatics check for me to see if you can kind of weasel your way over. Sixteen. Uh, you a sixteen? Uh, we're gonna it's gonna be contested. Uh, and they rolled an eighteen. Uh, you kind of like shuffle through and step over to the side, and as you do, um, the the figure that was acknowledged as Tessa, uh, kind of shifts in their seat and goes. I feel like somebody invisible just tried to step over me so they could sit over on my other side. Seventh time this week. <laughs> uh, and they just kind of go back to their, their drink. You managed to, to kind of worm your way in between them, so now you're sitting between uh, Tessa and the the small figure who has their face covered by a menu at this point. Uh, it reads on there in big letters, still a menu. I'm I'm glad that it modified just slightly. Um, yeah, once I'm sitting down, I will uh, drop invisibility and go cassowary now that's a name i have heard before the menu drops and you see the now unmistakable face of one cassowary dubois as they look at you with shock and a little bit of fear in their eyes with a big goal. Clark Bart. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end tonight's session. No way. <laughs> As someone the who next looks nothing like meet, Caspian. <laughs> the next time we meet, uh, we shall see what comes of this chance meeting. Yeah. Uh, as you all uh, settle yourselves in, for a uh, for a good old yeehaw in time here in the city of Gaul. Our uh, bar. <laughs> let's let's uh, go. This Until is what we're then, here for. Uh, this is what it's all Until about. Until then, thank you all for watching, and thank all of you for playing. Uh, and remember, what was his name? Bubba boy. <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy, he, he, oh, he, wait. He's the Jeebies. He, 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 he